previously on Follow the Leader. Today we're playing Dark Sentencer by Marn S. For those of you who are new to the game, here are the basics. You are a prisoner on the Dark Sentencer, a high-tech prison planet for the worst of the worst. In 11 days, you and the others in your cell block are going to escape. Unfortunately, you still have plans to complete, and that's just enough time for things to go horribly wrong. As we look upon her, the name Cordelia Waite-Smith ticks across the bottom like a crime ticker tape. And then from it, a wire mesh tarot card etches itself into the screen, depicting the High Priestess. Underneath her name, Cordelia Waite-Smith, the crime is red, took the fall for the family. And we see the name Galador Enderwall pop up on the screen, followed by the wireframe card of Temperance. The crime that ticks across at the bottom is an assassin. As the camera sort of moves up and is looking down at this person on their bed, the name Nezemi Kazel comes up on screen. And image of a skull is imposed over their face as the death card is revealed, along with the crime of identity theft and impersonation. And this is Sabriel. No last name. Maybe had a last name at one point, but doesn't anymore. And Sabriel was brought into prison for gambling. But that's not really what they're really about. Sabriel's real crime that for some reason he didn't get arrested for, um, he is a revolutionary from a planet under siege. The cell block shakes again. And the title card comes up. Says Vi Dumarche. And the wireframe appears of the magician. And under the crime, it says, Being alive? With a question mark. Cordelia walks back to her station and she looks over at Nezemi. And she flicks her wrist, and out from inside her sleeve comes the card she palmed off the guard while she was patting his shoulder. And she winks and puts it in her jacket, in the, the, the top part of her, of her jumpsuit. We now return to your game already in progress.
that's that was that was day one, and then boom, smash cut day two. Yep, four of pentacles. Uh, pentacles are emotional conflict, greed, hidden agendas, envy, indecision, stubbornness, toxic ambition. Nice. Uh, and four nice. is a meal together. Hell yes. Sexy. Fuck yeah. We love to see it. Time to go to the fucking space Olive Garden. No, I'm joking. Nope. nope. <laughs> Wrong game. Fuck. Wrong game. Cannot do space Olive Garden again. <laughs> We go, we, we cut to the mess hall where it says, this prisoner food provided with care by Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're in prison, you're family. Oh my oh god. My god. Like to Thank think of this, you, Zach. We like to think of this correctional facility as a family. Oh my god. I cannot believe. I will believe, kill you. I cannot I will believe kill I you. do not have the ability to kick you out of this car. <laughs> <laughs> I went I'm to enjoying this energy you. with our recording today. I'm enjoying I, our energy somewhere today. Somewhere Jeff Stormer is nodding in approval and he doesn't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no I, do, I do love the idea. Not Olive Garden, but like some oh, yeah. Sponsored by chain restaurant. restaurants. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sponsoring the thing. It's like, you know, and we cut to, you know, we have all these, all these like asides of the newspapers and the, and the space periodicals being like, oh, yes, and, and this, the dark sentence, of course, we're very humane. We have high quality food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's being that is that is provided Applebee's. by a variety of corporate sponsors. Yeah, it's um, it's all PR bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's like it's but it's like McDonald's. You know, it's like oh yeah, yeah this I is was full gonna say of, Mickey D's of, of mm. like sugar and salt and fat and is addictive. Like the, with, they're giving us fast food. I think that's yeah. better than normal prison food, though, so it's still an improvement. Uh, yeah, sort of. I did make a I did make a joke earlier that it. Well, no, what it is is that they are selling the molds that our food uh, paste is being pressed into, and then oh and my then fucking god, oh my god. <sighs> I hate that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, well, you take protein paste. No. You put in some salt. I am, I am taking real psychic damage from this concept. I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to go too into de- into this, man. This is bad. Okay, August, what's the scene look like? Sorry, yeah, I'm, wor- I'm world building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, August, um, give, us, give us a scene. Yeah, so I think the camera sees all of us, like, filing in, like, there's been some sort of uh, like there's a meal rotation and our cell block is up next, so we're all like in queue to pick up our food. I think Galador is bringing up the rear, and let's start off with some strong conflict. I think Galador like just whispers to Cordelia, "Just because I only have one eye doesn't mean I didn't see what you did." <laughs> What's your angle? She looks over at Bladen and says, I, well, maybe you might want to get that one eye checked, because what I did was solve the problem you were about to cause. You had an ulterior motive. I don't think I'm here. I think I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so does every other person in this prison. You should be grateful that mine just happened to coincide with yours. I'm not a four-year-old. I can take care of problems. 
but... Yes, violently and loudly. Or quietly. But violence all the same. What's your angle? (sighs) Today, my angle is getting the good protein paste. Tomorrow. (laughs) Next week. No. Are you sure you can see that far? If you're watching me? These characters are dicks to each other and I love it. (laughs) Um, I think Blade just kind of like closes Blade's eye and then, you know, takes a deep breath and then opens it and says, I can see many things. I can see you have something up your sleeve and I can see you plan to do something with it. I want to know what that plan is because I want to know if it will affect me and Sabriel. Mm. See, the problem is you're looking at what's up my sleeve and not what I can buy with it. And she flicks out the card again and hands it to the person working at the, uh, the, cat, like the lunch lady who hands her back something else mm-hmm. in the food that she takes. Mm-hmm. You're one move ahead. I need you to be 11. And she just walks away to, the, to sit down. As I am going to do... Call Matt, Sorry. please. No, you should. Do it, do it, do it. No, I'm going to do an unintentional bit of comedy here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm very sorry. The other the other lunch lady accidentally makes eye contact with Vi and Vi winks at them. And that poor lunch lady's gonna have nightmares for the next like two weeks. <laughs> oh, Incredible. Yeah. Uh the thing I was gonna say, love that. Oh, so good. Uh as uh Cordelia uh walks to sit down as Galgador, if Galgador follows her with uh, Blade's eye, we'll see. Like it's it's Galador. Mm. I believe Galgador is a silly wizard from something. <laughs> Probably <laughs> Galgador. Galgador is, of course, one of the one of the stalwart companions of Carl Cleaver. Yeah, thank you. Um, Galgador the wizard. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> Galador. I'm glad we solved it. Always happens. Um, as if Galador is following Cordelia's moves, we'll see that Nezemi is looking at Blade, sipping on what looks like a Capri Sun pouch, but it's full of like a soup beverage, and it's mm. like like in the like in Pacific Rim, it's just branded with the logo of Dark Sun, and so with just soup beverage mm-hmm. written on it, and he's just like making eye contact and just like just giving Blade a like. Really, you want to have that conversation here? Finishes that. As, fin- uh-huh. as Nezemi is like looking at Galador, they don't see that Cordelia is walking, walks past, and slips what was in the um, mm-hmm. the lunch slop that she just got, mm-hmm. which was uh, looks like a um, a little orange bottle of like mm-hmm. the stuff that. Nezumi's implants would usually be regulating mm-hmm. and slips it into her pocket as she walks by. Aww. 
That's cute. What the fuck? That's cute. I care about my friends. Steals you some medication. Trade. That was a trade. That's theft. Cool. It's, it's true. Gets you some. Yeah. Does somehow. Galador say anything to Nezami, August? Um, I think Galador walks past Nezami and, like, doesn't put a hand on his shoulder, but, like, stops and just says, I have my own plans, and leaves it at that. Okay. And I think that scene. All right. Nice. Yeah, Sabriel was busy being in the uh, fucking hospital ward for at least that day. Yeah. He was not around. Seven of Pentacles. Yeah. Emotional conflict. Oh, the seven is an echo from the past. Oh, finally some good food. It's all been good food up to this. It, it's been good up to this point, let me be clear. I'm just yeah, trash. Okay, let me just write this down. Thank you. Jade, this... I am also going to DM you a thing. Ooh. Sexy. It's it's unrelated to what's happening now. It's yeah. just... A... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so pentacles, as before, emotional conflict, read hidden agendas, envy, indecision, stubbornness, toxic ambition. Hmm. I don't think what I want this to look like. Uh, it could be a flashback. Yeah. To pre-prison or just earlier in prison, uh, to on the dark sentence, Uh, either. It's, what, it's a pentacle, it's emotional conflict. Mm-hmm. Just be mindful that that will be a day gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I don't want the whole thing to be the flashback. So. Um, it could start with Nezumi realizing that they have this bottle now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then flashing back to something about that. Hmm. I do want to do like something around that i also want to like i like the idea of setting up because i don't know how many sevens we're going to get over the course of the 11 scenes if we get any others of like the notion of plans being started as well so all right i think what we have is there's this moment in the uh early hours of the whatever passes for a night cycle on this cell block and yeah i think i think um mm-hmm. at certain hours there's a and then the light just shifts hue yeah yeah exactly that that's incredible that was exactly the kind of vibe yeah it yeah it goes between yellow and blue yeah and i think okay what i like this is a moment of we see an enemy taking these meds and this sort of slightly frantic quality to his movements like he's always got sort of sharp sharp gaze and like quick hands but it's like become sort of you see it like tightening up like if you tighten the screws on your glasses and they sort of like they become like more present in themselves and they start taking in details around them and 
the flashback is too earlier on the dark sensor, like months previously, where you see Nazami clearly coming down from the effects of the subway, like maybe like a little bit spaced out and jittery, staring at a wall. Like they're looking at something, like studying it, but also not. And I think this is, this doesn't have to be like the day or whatever that Cordelia first approaches them here, but I think it's like the beginnings of that plan going into motion of some kind. Even if the beginnings of the plan was the two of them reconnecting for whatever purpose here in this moment to a later escape. Oh, and uh, Vi, feel free to be around if you want to be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, us two aren't here yet. <laughs> like, I, I make it a point, like, because of, like, light sensitivity as well, like, Nizami will seek out darker areas generally to sit in and things like that. And will, like, has a penchant for breaking lights. So it's always maybe a little bit darker where they tend to be. Uh, as, um, as Nezumi is, is, like, in that dark area, they hear, like, a, kind of, like, a rumbling tap. That's, like, coming sporadically, and they realize that it is code. Uh, mm-hmm. Morse code or whatever the, whatever the thing is this, at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, how does how does how does she react to that first, knowing that the code is here, that someone is is tapping in code? I think because they're in this sort of coming down vibe, their their reaction is more telegraphed than it would be otherwise. I think, generally speaking, they make a point to keep a pretty tight lid on themselves, but they sort of like jerk a little in surprise before like trying mm. to mask it maybe not very successfully, and doing out the custom response to that tapping message. Yeah, and you, as you, like, listen and, like, kind of, like, puzzle out the, like, the, the messages being sent, you you realize that it's a greeting. Uh, and it says, hey, little mouse, how do you feel about blowing this joint? Incredible. Okay. Um... And I think the message back is, finally, I've been waiting for an invitation that I couldn't turn down. And it's it's so hard to be witty over uh, tapped code. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do get back. The problem with an invitation is it's not a party with just three. We're going to need some bodies. You get the message back, leave it up to me, and it cuts out of the memory, and uh, Nezami is wrapping out that same rhythm on the metal sink, and um, yeah, is going to proceed, and I'm, we don't have to know the specifics, but has access to medication for the first time, uh, is mm-hmm. going to trigger a reaction in themselves that is going to get them also taken to the infirmary. Ooh. Gnarly. That's my scene. 
And that's where the revolutionary is. Exactly. Sabriel. Need bodies, right? Oh, and it's your scene, Zach. I have a question before yeah. we move on. Mm-hmm. Is Ooh. this is this code just going to stay between Cordelia and Nezumi, or do they teach it to Vi also? Oh, they've absolutely taught it to Vi. I think Vi knew it before this. Oh, yeah. Even better. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I just do like the idea of Vi learning uh, the the nuance of idioms in it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, like Vi... It's- but I it, want Vi to have learned something from Cordelia here, right? Like, no, I like that. It's like you teach somebody else a language, but then the language changes, like what you lost in the meanwhile. Especially if Vi's been alive so long, I use the term yes. alive in whatever capacity you deem worthy. Yeah, this is the same problem I was running into writing that thick, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. no, I can't say living people. Everyone's a dead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but, but yeah, okay, so I just, because I just, I keep doing unintentional comedy, and I promise I'm not trying to. You're allowed. But sometimes, sometimes Nezumi and Cordelia, and even Sabriel, but Sabriel obviously doesn't understand what's happening, just get random messages, like, in the middle of the night cycle. <laughs> just tap, 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 tap. And Cordelia's oh. like, what the fuck? <sighs> I just lo- I've just got struck by the notion of Vi just like having sus being taught and sussed out idioms and stuff just likes telling bad puns as God. they occur to Vi. Hilarious and awful because you can't escape it. You can't ignore it. It's just all like you just get the groan as they realize what the message is. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's also occasionally just like thoughts about what's been happening in the last 50 years or so yeah and just like and on the some very very random occasions it's just existential dread or it gives y'all existential dread vi doesn't get existential dread (laughs) (laughs) vi doesn't experience existence but yeah 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 yeah. okay 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 all right it's axine i just wanted to establish that it is my scene, and I got the Two of Swords, rather violent physical conflict, and this one uh, involving a private rendezvous, which is interesting because all all these dance partners are off at the doctors, I guess except for two. <laughs> We've already had a lot of Cordelia and Galador. We need some Vi action. Yeah. I think also at this point, Sabriel's probably out of the hospital by day five. Well, this is day four. This is day four. This is day four? Yes. Yes, this is day four. Point can stand. Point can stand. Yes. Point can stand. He's probably good. He's probably at least back in his cell block by now. Well, well, no, because the reason that Nezumi went to the infirmary is to talk oh. is to get time with you i see but that could have been okay. like the top of day that was yesterday three. that could have been also like part of day three for the sake of sure. thinking about it the problem yeah. with having only one scene per day is is, is it's difficult stuff's happening uh, off yeah. camera it's but you yes, gotta stuff yeah. is happening yeah, exactly. off camera exactly yeah yeah so and this is day four of 11 we're almost halfway there <laughs> um whoa 
Um, I got, I got something. Um, okay. Is that the guard that is that patrols up and down the cell block is is startled by a knocking, and it's Cordelia, uh, and he says, "Hey, I really need a different cell. I need to, I need to transfer. Uh, this one is haunted." <laughs> Cells, cells haunted, can't do it. Cells haunted. Uh, and he says, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, no, listen, don't you hear that? There's like a ghost tapping in my cell. Tap, 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 tap. Vi's cell is on the other side of the block. Yeah. Um. And the guy's like, that's one, no, that's just one of and she's like, no, listen. Listen. And he leans in and she's like, don't you hear it? It's like, what am I supposed to hear? She says, the ringing in your ears. And grabs his collar and slams him into the door. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, you're going to do some violence against this man. Yeah, I the know The joke it. that I was going to make was that uh, Vi is humming Something mm-hmm. that is also kind of reverberating down the hall, but ringing in the ears is like it's a good line. Yeah, um, and Cordelia like contorts her arm to grab his card and and swipe her way out. Is uh, hey, uh, killer, uh, blade, later, assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Where to make friends and influence people. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so good. Galador calls out, what? <laughs> so I'm going to be indisposed for a little bit. Um, uh, plates spinning, things working out. My friend is going to be coming back soon with your friend. And they're going to have some things that they need you to do. And I need you to trust your friend who trusts my friend who trusts me. You got that? I will cover for you. I don't need you to cover for me. I need you to do what they say. Uh, as she is walking to the end of the cell block and then and swipes open Vi's cell. Mm-hmm. And she says, um, Hey, Shadow. Vi's like standing, like, like a sitting on the windowsill. I want to be clear. Vi is not like the the shot. There's no shadow things happening, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this before. There's no shadow things happening. There's no creeping darkness. None none of that sort of stuff. Just fuzzy. Exactly, but fuzzy, indistinct, hard for people to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, "Hey, I'm about to get thrown in solitary, and I was wondering if you wanted to join." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> holy shit! Vi is like, oh, you weren't in solitary before. No, there's people all around us. And Vi just like shrugs and then like melts. Cool. And Cordelia blows a kiss to the empty room. And then turns around as guards start to stream in, and the alarm starts to ring. And she puts her hands up. And that's her scene. Incredible. Love it. Fucking incredible. 
I love this for all of our characters. Can we do Maxine next and then take a bio break? Yeah. Yes. Sure. A bio break sounds great to me. Awesome. Do you want to do it before your scene or after? No, we'll do we'll do my scene. I don't really know what I'm. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's gonna play out, so okay. it might be really short. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what the card is. Yeah, we'll see mm-hmm. what the card is. Ace of Wands. Wands. Creativity, willpower, new ideas, fresh perspective, good luck, acceleration. I'm using an old copy of the game, by the way. Mm, oh, got it. So if words seem a little different, um, everything's about the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An ace is an unexpected obstacle. So I think for me, um, I have a couple of ideas now, but I think for me, what I end up going with will depend on what it is that Zach wanted by in solitary with cordelia for mm-hmm. and then i will say because i think most of the obstacles are consequences sure more than they are actual obstacles right they're obstacles mm-hmm. for a future date mm-hmm. yeah so we are in now solitary which is a cylindrical room with um and this is the thing it is cylindrical. There is the door, which melds straight into the wall with almost no seams. And then there is for about six, about six, um, not maybe less, like 10 feet above the floor is like a, a demarcating line. And above that are a bank of strange lights that, that are, that beam down on the prisoner in solitary at all hours of the day. Yeah, I was thinking it was very well lit. Yes. Um, and Cord- Cordelia and Vi are there. And Cordelia is... Uh, Alright, well, uh, thank you for coming to my prison. Hmm. Uh, my, my solitary confinement. Uh, I bet you're wondering why you're here. <laughs> You just get this sensation that's very weird at the base of your spine that's like no shit. You know, you can just talk. There's no listening devices in here. Um, So here's the thing. You see these lights? You might have noticed that there is no uh, slot for food intake on this door. That's because these lights, very cutting edge stuff. I'm sure that uh you know refugees would would love to get their hands on this. These are lights that in addition to vibrating uh to to giving off light in the visual and ultraviolet spectrums also give off a sort of light that nourishes the human body. Effectively, they don't have to feed you while you're in this room. Uh, it doesn't make you not hungry, but it keeps you from dying. Which is bad. Uh, no one likes to be hungry. I'm gonna, we're going to be pretty hungry for the next couple of days. Speak for yourself. I'm going to be pretty hungry for the next couple of days. <laughs> but, and this is the thing, because they were built for the sentencer, because they were designed with all of the resources that the hegemony 
and the five houses could throw at a team of scientists to create the most efficient source of uh, prison ever, they are actually extremely inefficient. They have a number of redundant parts in each of these lamps that are very useful for a lot of different reasons. And the problem is, I'm not 10 feet tall, but if somebody were to give me a boost, I'd be able to get at these, pull out the redundant parts, and we would have a lot more resources to work with. What's in it for me? Huh. Interesting question, considering that you love me and want me to thrive. (laughs) (laughs) Those are very, very strong words. Well, you're a very strong phantom. (laughs) Oh, God, I need... God... You've been giving everyone fucking nicknames, and I need to think of what nicknames Vi gives you, and that's gonna have to come later. Mm-hmm. And Vi, like, comes out of the shadows again, like, from the wrong angle. Like, not from the direction that Vi came in through. And, like, mm-hmm. am I a phantom, or am I going to give you a boost? You, my oldest friend are anything and everything that you want to be in this world. (laughs) Flattery will get you nowhere. All right, come on. This is an hour-long deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Cordelia puts her hand uh, on her, like, foot on Vi's hands and and gets, gets, you know, hucked up to start clambering around in in the lighting rig. And pulling out little, uh, they look like batteries or like capacitors and a couple different other things. It's incredible the amount of redundant design and just just future proofing you can put into a thing if money is truly of no object. Because mm-hmm. the thing was, they had to keep working on it as long as possible because if they finished the project, the grant stopped. But the grant was very generous. Oh, you know it. Yes. Uh, tell you, losing that pension is the worst thing that they did to me. Um, I have also decided exactly what it is that Vi calls Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Little Light. Ah. Yeah, cast the shadow. You're my shadow. Yep. Um, yeah, and so that's that's... Yeah, and that so that's what Cordelia's plan was, was to get in here so that she could smuggle out. And probably you're going to have to carry them because they'll probably search me on the way out. But then we'll have some tech that'll be very useful for either making something explode or powering something or jury rigging something out of all of this. Basically, this is an integral part of the plan and you're a valued member of the team. Uh, oh, sure. Okay. Um, okay, so the obstacle here is, because Vi was doing this, the cell block wasn't making any noise. Mm. I don't think anyone's checking on it, because, well, it's empty, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
But when the cell block starts making noise again, someone's going to notice that. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all. For sure. Yeah, that's all. All right. Yeah, this, this, the absence was not noticed, but the sudden return will the, be. The return will be, yes. All right. Very cool. All right, Sam. All right. Back to the top. Back to the top. Flip. I haven't shown up. Uh, You've been in the infirmary for four days. <laughs> I've been in the infirmary since the first scene. So I haven't shown up since the first scene, which was my turn. All right. Hello. I've been in the infirmary and now I'm not. I got the Seven of Wands, which is opening up the document again. There's another echo from the past. Oh, because we got a Seven of Pentacles before. Got it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, God, did I mess up somehow? Creativity, okay. willpower, new ideas, fresh perspective, good luck and exhilaration, which is Wands, and an echo from the past. So I would say that this is probably... Sabriel looking a little bit better, a little less worse for wear. Obviously, it's going to have to involve Galador because... We're attached uh, at the hip when we're not We're in... attached at the hip. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Nezumi because of, they got sent to the infirmary for you. Yeah, but that was a couple days ago. I mean, like... You're friends now, aren't you? We're friends now. Clearly, yeah, obviously. You are a person that I can see. I'm so fucking sorry about my neighbor's goddamn dog. Woof. Woof, woof, woof. It always seems to start barking when I'm talking. There we go. Um, Motherfucker. Uh, (laughs) I was hoping it would stop barking in a couple seconds. It isn't. Uh, Let's just keep continuing then. Yeah, so... um, Sabriel and Galador are attached at the hip. Nezumi's probably also there. We're bros now because... Um, Sabriel took one look at other people in prison and went, these are people that I could save. Incredible. They're fucking obsessed with saving everybody, and they don't give a shit about themselves. Bold of you to assume, etc., etc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, this dude sucks. Like, he's got such a strong moral compass, but he also sucks. Um, he's a good guy, but he sucks. Sure. Uh, yeah, so he's just like... Very earnestly explaining to Nezumi, I would say, you know, look, I mean, like, this is what I'm saying. You know, like, we, I'm, I'm so glad that you reached out, you know, like, community, it's so important. <laughs> but, like, I, no, no, no. It's... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean for you to notice that. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, Yeah, no, but it was like. Ugh, God, I've totally lost track of what I was saying. IRL, in as my character, I think this is blast from the past. Um, I think that maybe Sabriel and Galador have some time here to deal with some of their shit. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm down with that. Um, yeah, I just like I I can't think of like what else would be a, like a an echo from the past except like oh actually you know what maybe as an NPC. Another member of our of our like revolutionary forces ends up here. I don't know. Those are our two options, I think, that that I can think of immediately. Yeah, I like the idea of somebody from our our revolutionary force finding us here because they've got like some good news or something oh, that fuck yeah. that will help us because we've got good luck and uh, new ideas and stuff. Yeah. 
So I think, you know, Galador's like keeping a close eye on Sabriel, but um, I don't want this to be like in the cafeteria. Maybe it's in like, is there like a yard? Not really a yard because we're on a space, like we're on like yeah, a there's space the, station. Yeah. Like a, there's the recreation zone. Yeah. The recreation zone. Yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah. It's the um, Ronald McDonald. No. Oh my God. God. We can't, we can't do trademark shit. Recreation and Leisure Cube <laughs> sponsored by Domino's. I'll That's kill worse. you. I'll kill That's you. Worse. How did I'll you make it you. worse? I hate this. <laughs> Sheer talent, apparently. I love this. I love this corporate po- sponsored hellscape future that we've created. I'm, I don't know what you're talking about, future. <laughs> yeah, shy. <laughs> Too shy. Um, right. It is. So it's it's a yard, but it's it's a cube. Uh, and each side of the cube is an internal cube. Each side has its own um, gravity so that you're like, you know, bench and iron, pump and iron. And then you look up and that's the basketball court directly above you. Nice. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. So, yeah, totally. So um, I think that. Uh, Sabriel is not doing any sort of physical activity. He is sitting on a um, lifting bench and chatting. Yeah, I think that's that's when the member of the Revolutionary Force comes up and hang on donjohn.ben.sh Hell yeah. Why does it keep loading like the mobile version for me? Weird. Um, I think Deirdre Madigan so I think she she's like one of the younger members. She's probably like 18 tops. And she did a lot of work with like um, when, you know, mass protest protests and stuff. I think maybe she was like, you know, a street medic or something like that. You know, somebody helping with, you know, striking protests, that kind of thing. Hell yeah. And she finds you and like kind of you know bounces on her feet and is just like oh i'm i'm so happy to see you i didn't i mean i knew that they brought you here i didn't realize that you'd be Sabriel is going to interrupt Sabriel's going to interrupt the middle of this thing to throw himself into her arms oh she does you know she gives a good hug and like the back pat and stuff and yeah, no, like Sabriel, like, d- like, like, just like halfway through her saying something, as soon as he realizes who she is, he is just like throwing himself bodily at her. <laughs> I love it. She's like, he's just like, he pulls back and he goes, I'm so glad you're safe. How is everybody doing? What's going on back home? And she rattles off some stuff, you know, like, you know, things are, are a little scattered, but you know, the the uh, measures that Sabriel put in place for, for, like, not transfer of power or anything like that, but for, like, you know, who's responsible for what uh, seemed to be working. An emergency. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, the revolution isn't, any, isn't in any danger of falling apart, but, you know, some of the direct action that they've been taking with one particular corporation kind of, kind of got squashed, but another corporation seems to be on its back feet, and... You know, so on and so forth. He's um, like nodding along, like like he's got a little bit of like manic energy here. <laughs> yeah, but 
she mentions that there's a ship that'll be passing through the quadrant and you know carrying you know carrying some supplies and uh smuggling some folks just you know kind of in passing but i think that might be the piece of good news that mm -hmm. uh that she comes bearing yeah because if we can get them to land here mm -hmm. then we can get out yeah i'm sitting here like making snaps with my fingers in excitement and like realizing that crisp is deleting them and not letting you guys hear them <laughs> damn you crisp damn you crisp uh but yeah no like sabriel gets this sort of like unhinged look in his eye like that is exactly what we needed that is like like you are you are the solution here you've you've saved us all you know like just a little bit too intense <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes, oh, let me introduce you to my, to, I mean, obviously, you know, Galador, Galador. Galador just kind of like, I think, I think maybe, um, Blade's been working out and, uh, nice. you know, Blade, Hot. Blade just kind of like nods in her direction, but doesn't say anything, just kind of like acknowledges her presence and then goes back to what Blade was doing. Yeah. It sounds about right for, uh, <laughs> for Galador. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Sabriel points at uh Nizumi and is like and this is one of our new co-conspirators they're gonna help us get out of here isn't that right Nizumi <laughs> does sort of like this half smile and sort of like gently inclines uh his head towards so what was her name this co-conspirator my Deirdre 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 mm, just like Lovely to meet you. Um, thank you for bringing such good tidings. Deirdre looks like starry-eyed and, um, <laughs> you know, stammers a little because, let's face it, Nezumi is hot. And, uh, she's just like, I'm, I'm just really happy that we found each other and that you found, God, what would Sabriel's title be, if any? Oh fuck, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I mean, Our like compass, like tells us where to go. Yeah, Ooh. that's a good one. Yeah, and so points us in the right direction. That's yeah. a scary thing for someone like this to be. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. I didn't say it was a good wow. idea. I just said that's, that's what a I little think scary. Of it. It's good. I like it. No, I like it. I, like, like just realizing, like, oh, this guy is your moral compass. <sighs> I didn't say mor morally speaking. Moral cup is true, but like you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So Deirdre's just like, I'm. I'm so glad our compass found you, and you found our compass, and it's. Is this a cult? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't think it's necessarily a cult. Deirdre's I, just like, like she's she's a she's a youngster who's like super into the cause and stuff like she's that. A young starry eyed, starry eyed. Uh activist yeah i think nezumi looks at uh say we're just like they call you their compass he just sort of like scratches it or you know they scratch at their beard and is like uh yeah interesting i mean we thought it was better than like leader because i'm not like in charge i just like you know of course i'm the arrow that's pointing to the cause you got like a problem with that? Come on. Not at all. I just find it interesting. 
All right, cool. Goes in for another fist bump. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. Um, Cool. Yeah, he like shakes it off and pretends he wasn't trying for it. (laughs) God. Made him a lot awkwarder than I wanted to. But I like it. I'm going to... uh, Weights aren't really my thing, so I'm going to... uh, Go... Make use of what limited time I have here today. I'll talk to you soon. Alright, cool. Yeah, talk to you. Talk to you soon. And he, like, turns back to... Now I've forgotten her name. Deirdre. Deirdre. Deirdre, thank you. Turns back to Deirdre and just start, goes back to, like, now fill me in on every single detail of everything that's happened since I've been gone. <laughs> and I think that's scene. Dope. Alright. August. Next up, August. I love that we have, like, two half-plans here. Yeah, we do. And one bridge. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Poor Nezumi. <laughs> That's why we send Nesby to do it. I'll make connections. Yep. Well, I bet whatever you guys are doing will probably mesh together with what we're doing eventually, right? I'm sure it will. I'm sure it'll all be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. We got this. Ten of Pentacles. Again, emotional conflict, greed, hidden agendas, envy, indecision, stubbornness, and toxic ambition. Ten being a betrayal of trust. (laughs) Ooh, sexy that's fun oh man who wants to betray or be betrayed by galador well certainly not me because you would never betray me right no uh, you would never okay perfect yeah no galador would (laughs) galador would sooner like cut off a limb than uh than betray sabriel so hell yeah i mean depending on um I'm up for being betrayed because, like, we can always, like, we can always have it come back later and, like, repercussions and stuff. I suppose it depends what you like the vibe of. It could also be Galador deciding that Blade doesn't like that Cordelia's trying to run the show. Yeah. That's good. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. And it's, like, less an active choice of betrayal, but rather, like, a drawing a line, like, I don't trust you. Yeah. It's like a re- almost like a rejection of trust, as much as anything. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like this can be a vignette. Sure. Because I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily something that Galador would advertise to Cordelia that Blade decides Blade doesn't trust her. I think it may be one of those things where Blade's been assigned to the hard labor in the the futuristic boiler room, and Blade is using that time to kind of, like, ruminate over the plan and trying to think 11 steps ahead. And in those 11 steps, Blade does not see an outcome where Cordelia doesn't fuck them over and fuck Sabriel over. And so that's when, like, Blade's eye narrows and Blade decides that Cordelia is untrustworthy and Blade's not going to follow her directions. Nice. So. That's me. 
Hell yeah. Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!